Monday. Happy Monday. Um, yesterday was Juneteenth. I hope that you all celebrated. I think a lot of people were off today uh, for Juneteenth. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Chantel. Hey, Stevie, Vanessa. And even Christina is in the house. Um, you guys were covering the Family Chantel season four, episode three on the chin. I have a little bit of a surprise for you right now, and I'm gonna pop him up. Hey, what what's up? going on, everybody? Why, River, why do you look like a grown ass person now? I feel like you were 18 <laughs> yesterday. Stop, stop it, it, stop it. You know, I had to I had to get grown and sexy for my ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've talked to you often and yeah. you know I get message on the regular. Okay. River's so hot. River is River single. River's fire. I love <laughs> River. I'm in love with River. And I'm always like, well, what do you want me to do about it? Am I supposed to like reach out to him and be like, hey, this super fan that I have no idea who that person is, but they love you. <laughs> Listen, Linda, you need to go ahead and put in a good word for me somewhere. Come on now. Stop it. How can I put in a good word for you? I don't even know those people. Listen, you, listen, you could you could drop my number every now and then. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. 470-234. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Just stop it. Okay, okay. So thank you for jumping on the show. Everyone's saying hi to you. So uh, Brother River. Hey, River. All the things. <laughs> All the things, all the Everybody was going on. Um, Christina says, start vetting and forwarding to the applications. Oh, shit. Oh, and Stevie says, what's good, River? What's good, Stevie? Uh, Crystal says, River is a legit artist. He's got to keep it vague. So, listen. What's up? What's up? River is single and ready to mingle. So <laughs> hey, if y'all want to put your application in, go ahead and DM River. <laughs> okay. DM River. You don't need to DM me. You can just go ahead and go straight to the source. Yes, River, what's your type? <clears throat> what's my type? Mm -hmm. Shoot. Ah, I want to say Latina. Latinas. I was, I was, listen, I got no type. Listen, I like all women. I like all women. I like. I like all women. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like all women. Okay, what's your what's your age bracket? Age bracket? Mm -hmm. I like them a little season, you know. I like them a little season, you know what I'm saying? Christina said I'm too old. What season to you? What season to me? Okay, yeah. so I'm what I'm I'm 24. Yeah. Shit, I'm thinking like, listen, give me a good little 35. Like, give me a good little 39. Like, what? What do you know about <laughs> a 39 year old? Stop it. <laughs> Now, but in all honesty, though, like, you know, to me, like, after you get a certain age, age is subjective. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, yeah. So, I mean, right now, I mean, I say I had a type probably a few years back, but type wasn't working. So, mm -hmm. the type, yeah, type wasn't working. So, you know, we back to the drawing board. So, what are the type of women that, that approach you? The type of women that approach me, um... So I'm a sucker for like personality, you know what I'm saying? So, like, cause I like to laugh. So usually the conversations I have and the women that I am like meeting are like they're really funny. At least I think they're funny. Maybe okay, I'm not. So they funny. have a sense of humor. Yeah, sense of humor and hmm, sense of humor and and a lot. Of, I'm gonna be honest, dude. A, a lot of uh, a lot of mothers, like single mothers, been. 
I ain't gonna lie so you to do you. really like the the older ladies though. No, I'm just saying, like that's that's just what happens. Like I don't go out there like hey, who's the oldest like a I don't go out there like that, but like I don't know. Like I don't really get stimulated mentally, you know, with girls around my age sometimes, you know. Crystal wants to know, River, do you want kids? I mean, I want kids? factor that in if you're serious. Do I want kids? Hell yes. yes. Yeah, yes, I want kids. So he wants kids, Crystal. So yeah, most definitely. I, I, I still, and you know, Crystal is a nurse midwife, so that's her main situation over there. Okay. So she feels like older women, you know, there's going to yeah. be a little bit more of a a time frame for you to have a family with them, right? Oh, see something with the eggs. I mean, hey, we can freeze the <laughs> eggs. Or the eggs. Scrambled with cheese or boiled? You talking about, I like, I listen, I like scrambled eggs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, I mean, I mean, shoot. I mean, that's definitely, that's definitely like, a, um, that's definitely something to think about, you know, old, you know, the older people get, things don't work the same. Both ways, right. though, with men too. That's why right, they, but, that's why they made Viagra. Oh, Lord Jesus. But <laughs> at the same time, I think that, I, yeah. I do think that there are a lot of other options too, right? I think that in present yeah. day, there are, there are a ton of things that people can do uh, yeah, in order definitely. to achieve what they want to achieve. Facts. Um, oh, Crystal's talking a lot of trash. She said, right? Egg freezing is a part of the river package. River oh, the river benefit package? package? Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen, listen. I got the bills. I got bills, bills now. So I ain't freezing. Hey, listen, I got bills, bills now. Listen. <laughs> so yeah, you're grown. You're yeah, grown I'm, I'm, a little, and... yeah, I'm grown. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what I wanted to do also is talk about your new music, Miss Calls. Wait, Call. wait, let me ask you. Okay, Miss Calls out right now, everybody. And where can they find them on all streaming platforms? Yeah, all streaming. Listen, Tidal, Apple Music, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere. You can find all my music. Just type up River Night, and you're gonna get it right. So I want to put a little something something on oh, here. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So let's go ahead and and try to listen to this. Let's let's listen to it. Listen. Open too many times, I swallow my pride. I put it aside. I had to provide for people that's dying straight to my face. I'm like, can't just stop crying. So this one right here is called Javanti. At least you hear the horns and stuff. Right. Push for the start a nigga push. Shirt that I got on G-Bond. And I still sit with Beyond. Please do not talk about shit that we own. We neighbors the heroes we gotta put on. They see that I'm right, I can never be wrong. Call me a pilot, I fly like a drone. I got your man, but you're singing my song. Push for the start a nigga push. Shirt that I got on G-Bond. And I still sit with Beyond. Please do not talk about shit that we own. We neighbors the heroes we gotta put on. They see that I'm right, I can never be wrong. Call me a pilot, I fly like a drone. I got your baby just singing my song. I told my girl she know me, she never pretend. She wrote in my heart and she ride in my beans. She yelled in my cup, ain't no sipping on gin. This shit I got off, I saw all my money. I don't wanna hate, but I hate when they bend. I seen them freak off from brother to friend. Why would he switch when I'm keeping them thin? When it start raining, I dance in the garden. Push when I start a nigga pushing. Shirt that I got on G5. And I still sit with me on. Please do not talk about shit that we own. We need to 
the feelings we own. Please do not talk about shit that we own. We did do the heroes we gotta put on. They see that I'm right, I can never be wrong. Call me a mouth and I feel like a drone. I got your mate, but you're singing my song. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I put that big get a spread on. She ride my dick with a spread on. Looking on gas, shit like I'm buzzing. I don't like having D.O. on my budget. Ain't about money, there ain't no discussion. Turn on the beast while I hear the percussion. They think that I wrote it. Linda, you gonna make me cry, man. It's my it's fire, dude. It's fire. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I I Linda, I got I gotta ask you something. Wait. River. Everyone Thank is you. saying, everyone is saying it's fire. It's fire. Damn, well, y'all gonna make me cry. We real fans over here. <laughs> y'all gonna make me cry, man. River. So one of the things that I, and I know we talked about this before, but one of yes, the ma'am. things is you have real talent and people are starting to recognize that. And we talk about like, you know, the 90 Day Fiance franchise. And I think I told you this before, but there are only a couple of people that people are like, yeah, that person has talent and you're always named in it. And so I want people to know that River's dropping new music every Monday. So follow him on his Instagram, look for him on all streaming platforms. Um, Tell us a little bit about the inspiration for this, this album, because it was, it's called what? Miss Calls? So Miss so Miss Calls was Miss um, Calls was the song I dropped last week. Uh, the song we just played is called Javanti. It's the song I dropped today. So it's gonna be lit. Miss Calls is more like a, um, a song for like the women, you know, the ladies. Kind of in my bag. I was, I was a little bit sap on that, you know. But um, this, the inspiration behind me dropping all this music was just I wanted people to take me more serious. Like I yeah. wanted to just show people that I really have a lot to bring to the table. Like. Uh, I'm not just out here playing around. Like I'm actually putting in work. Like I make uh, a few songs every day. Like I work really, really hard and I really grind. And uh, I don't want to take the opportunity and uh, the position I'm in for granted. So that's why I was like, I'm gonna just drop more music. And are you writing your your own songs? Yes, I write everything. I write my own lyrics. Okay, All so the Javanti song. What is that inspired by? Javanti. So uh, okay, it was kind of just like. Um, me trying to talk myself up. So when I when I wrote that song, I was kind of in a place where uh, I feel like a lot of people were doubting me. I feel like a lot of people had like uh, certain perceptions of me. So I just like kind of just taught myself up because you know I bought I was able to I was blessed to get a new car. I was blessed to do certain things. You know, blessed to have certain things that I necessarily didn't grow up. You know, uh, having. So it's just like I was kind of just talking to myself, having uh, having myself up in the chorus. But when I get to the uh, first verse. I'm kind of talking to like 
my future woman. I said, I told my girl she loved me, she'll never pretend. She rode in my Honda, she'll ride in my Benz. You know, like, cause that's just, you know, I'm just talking to my future woman. Like, listen, if we're, if we both keep a humble mindset, we can have anything, you know, and we're going to be able to go far. So are you going to make proper choices when you decide that you're going to be dating whoever this next woman That's is? That's why I hadn't talked to you because, you know, I actually. We talk, River, but sometimes I, I feel you you're not listening when no, I'm listen, telling you. I got to talk to you because I actually did. I met somebody, you know. And she's really, she's really, you know, she definitely piqued my interest, you know, and she definitely oh, yeah? got my attention. How's that? What what piqued your attention about her? Uh, just the conversations, like, like the more we talk, and the more I get to know, like the more she opens up to me, it's just, I don't know, it it just feels it feels good, and I like the pace things are going, things are kind of going at like a comfortable pace, uh, but at the same time. I feel like I'm on my toes. Like, I feel like, um, I feel like I don't know what's coming next. You know, I feel kind of like surprised by certain things. Like the more I learn about it, it's just, I get a little butterflies. You know? Oh, I see it. I see it in your face. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're cheesing like okay, all over the it. place right now. No, but the only thing I don't like about her is, see, I'm a drum type of person. When it comes to wings, she likes flats. Yeah, flats and, are way better. Let's not have that conversation. Flats are way better. I don't need to. I don't even need to have this conversation. Flats are way better with blue cheese and not ranch dressing. So she's not wrong. I'm a ranch dressing drum kind of guy. You, Linda. What? I thought we we was friends, right? We were. We are friends, but I'm trying to teach you. I'm older than you, so I know a little something. Are you? Are you know a little something? Wait, hold on. Wait, Linda. Wait, how old? Let me find out. Thirty-eight. Oh, I like him singing. Oh, like, shut up. Like- <laughs> shut up. You are like my brother. Brother nah, from but, another nah, mother. But, I mean, but honestly, you know, she, she's a really she's a really dope person, you know, and I just um I'm just I'm just happy to just you know get to know her a little more. But I definitely would say like I'm my eyes are kind of set right now. <laughs> hey listen, my eyes are set a little bit. Stevie's laughing at you. Why? Why are they trying to? Why Stevie laughing, man? Crystal says Linda got a little season. Yeah, I do. I'm Linda got grown, a little season. Gr- grown ass woman. No, I'm not messing Make it, around. Make a little season on it, you. Know? Vanessa says flats and drums are perfectly compatible. Yeah, it's perfect, right? Because flats and drums are compatible. Yeah, that's exactly what you want. You want the compatibility <laughs> in that. Well, man, Linda, honestly, I just want to say I, I really appreciate everything you do for. Uh, not only me, just for like, you know, I feel like you have a lot of uh, genuine connections and genuine bonds. And it's like uh, you treat people, um, you know, and they say in my position, like family. And it's like, I respect that. Real shit. I, I really do respect that. And I feel like people might not give you, you know, your flowers, but I'm going to give you flowers. You know I appreciate you. And you know what? That's all I can do. I can be consistent and I can be who I am. And I think that yes, that you treat people how you want to be treated, no matter who, what, where, and all the things. So I really do appreciate you saying that. Um, Crystal says, so we started the conversation talking about applications, but there's no job, right? So she wants to know, are you single, <laughs> single, or are you in love with this new girl? Listen, 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 listen. So, should I- people be sliding into your DMs or not? Nah? Listen, 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 Linda. Here we go. 
Linda, Linda, Linda honey, listen, <laughs> Linda, honey, listen, listen, Linda, Linda listen. Go let ahead, me, I'm listening. Let me clear the air. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, yeah, I take, tend to, I, I tend to get breath. in this position. Okay, I'm gonna take you. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna let my voice get a little deeper now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Because we some grown men. Right I hate you right now. It's a grown man conversation. So, uh, listen, I am single, and I am actively ready to mingle. But I would be, I would be lying if I said uh, I didn't have my eyes set on somebody. Now, I'm not into breaking hearts, but shit, if the right person comes, the right person comes, and if the wrong person goes, the wrong person goes. You get what I'm saying? Do you catch what I'm? Did, did you pick up what I'm putting down, Linda? Y'all pick up what he's putting down. So he's single, but he's mingling. So if you feel like you're the right person for him, go ahead and slide into those DMs. <laughs> and you know, if you can knock out whoever he's talking to at the moment, then good on you. <laughs> Linda, I appreciate you having me. I'm probably going to get off here though. Yes, yes, we got a show to do. Thank you so much for stopping by, River. Where can they find you online? Online, you can find me at I am River Knight on all social media platforms. I A M River Knight with a K, and you can type up my name River Knight on all social media, uh, all, all streaming platforms to find my music. Uh, and don't forget, you guys, miss calls. We just miss calls. Listen, miss calls. Listen, miss calls is one is a gem. I'm trying to tell right now. Y'all need to go get that. It's a gem. It'll have you in your feelings. It'll have you crying a little bit. It'll have you wanting to uh, call an ex, maybe. I mean. Goodbye. That's okay, I'm gonna get on. Goodbye. Catch miss calls. Catch miss calls everywhere on streaming services. Uh, let's thank River for stopping by, popping in, uh, and talking a little bit to us. And we're gonna talk all things season four, episode three on the chin, the family Chantel. I'm so glad the family Chantel is back because you know it's entertaining as f. It's so entertaining. So entertaining. So let's jump into it. Um, oh, before I forget, support the show. Support the show, you guys. There's super chats, super stickers available. Bottom of your screen on this screen, you can see where you can also support the show. Um, so your support helps make the show happen. All right. So we're in Tijuana. And, you know, the whole family, Chantel, was a little bit worried about um, having surgery there. But Chantel, being the nurse that she is, RN, BSN, um, said, you know, everyone was taken care of very well and that Karen, Mama Karen, would highly recommend having surgery in Tijuana. And as we know, uh, Winter had the bariatric surgery. It went well, all the things. And so they're happy about that right which is i think is fantastic as well oh thank you christina for the super sticker appreciate your support so very much and i'm I'm actually happy that you stayed up i know you that you're in a different time zone so thank you for staying up and thank you for you know always supporting appreciate you so things are tense with pedro and chantel i'm really upset about this you guys like i don't i think they've been in it for too long for them to have so many issues now 
And I get that they're in a transition period. And we talk about relationships a lot here on our show. And we talk about how there's like ebb and flows, right? Sometimes you love your your partner a little bit more than they love you. Sometimes it gets stale and you have to breathe new life into your relationship. Um, sometimes there's like just a lack of communication because you're trying to build, right? Um, you were trying to build and like, you're focused on one thing, your partner's focused on something else. And then you forget that the focus should really be on you guys. And I always tell you guys this, that, you know, it is really two pillars that are, that keep up and stand up a relationship, right? So you have to think of the foundation first and from the foundation, then you build from outside of there. And unfortunately it looks like uh, this season, Chantel and Pedro are not on the same page. A lot of people think that like, it's, it's, made up drama but from what i'm watching it's looking like those are real issues those are real issues that you have to combat in relationships and i think that that, that they will be able to do it but they're for sure real issues so she's in chantelle's in mexico she misses pedro but she also feels anxious about going back because she knows that they're not in a good place in the relationship and she doesn't really know how to fix it and so that is her main concern right now. And we head over to the DR and Nicole's training for her pageant. Uh, she's realizing it's a lot more work than she thought. And it's not just about like, just, hey, I show up at the pageant. It's like mind, body, soul. So you have to like work out, you have to educate yourself, all the things. Um, Kathy, I agree with you. Pedro needs to explain what support means to him. What does that look like? And again, Kathy, there's a question and, and a conversation that I always say, you have to have those, those conversations before you get into a major relationship. When you get in a serious relationship, you need to understand your partner and what's important to them. So I always say the four things, I know you guys know, and I say it all the time, but you have to talk about sex. How important is sex in your relationship? And what are your expectations? You have to talk about money. You have to talk about children. You have to talk about relationship. So if you're in this relationship and you have an expectation of what that relationship looks like. So to, to Pedro, it seems this season, it's very important to him that not only does he have a partner, but he has someone is the traditional wife that cooks and cleans and upkeeps the home, right? Versus just having an equal partner, like, hey, we're gonna do everything equally. And I think that that's where they're lacking, right? And Pedro feels like he has done so much for, for Chantel. And he keeps talking about how, you know, for the last five years, he worked 12 hours in a warehouse to put her through school, all of that stuff. And he doesn't feel like she is giving him the same support that he is needing now that he's on a new journey and a new career. So Kathy, I absolutely agree with you. Crystal, I totally think therapy, it would be a great idea because it seems to me that they're not connecting and perhaps having a third party who's impartial can bring them back on the same page. So I totally, I totally think that that's necessary. So Nicole is training for uh, Miss Dominican Republic Universe. And, you know, she is focusing all her retention there, even though her personal life is a complete disaster, right? She's having, still having a little bit of issues with her, her mom, but they seem a little bit closer. Her brother's not talking to her. She's just broken up with, with her boyfriend, which I don't think 
she's actually broken up with him, you guys. I really don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't think that she has left Alejandro. And I told you guys this a few weeks ago. I still see pictures of them posting separately, but you put the pictures beside the, each other and you know that, that they're in the same place. So I think she's just lip surfacing um, that she broke up because she wants peace in her family. That's what I think. So we'll see. Back. So... Crystal says, even after they get out of this slump, there will always be things as life throws stuff at them. Facts. So Pedro's not talking to Nicole um, and it really hurts her feelings. And she knows that the big problem is from the last time that they were in the DR and she threw the bottle. She wants to apologize. Um, and she wants to say like, maybe I was wrong in that situation. And she said, like, hey, I've called Pedro several times, but he doesn't return my calls. She loves her brother. She wants to reconcile with her brother. She's close to her brother. And so she's not sure what else to do. So she is at the gym, calls Pedro, and he answers. And the only reason he answered, you guys, and I knew it as soon as he answered, is because he knows now from Lydia, his mother Lydia, that Alejandro and Nicole broke up. So he he's his he blames Alejandro for all of his issues with his sister. And so now that, that they've broken up, he's like, okay, I'm gonna pick up your call. Um, and so the source of the problem, according to Pedro, is Alejandro. And so he picks up the call. And he's like, So, you know, mom told me that you broke up with with Alejandro, did you break up with him or did he break up with you? And she's like, you know, I broke it off with him because he was too controlling of who she talked to, her phone, when she could talk to these people, all of this stuff. And she was sick of it. So she's like, you know, you're not, men do not control me. <laughs> and Pedro's like, well, you know what? You should have done that a long time ago because you chose Alejandro. He feels like sh she chose Alejandro over him. And so he's holding on to a lot of resentment. And, and I can see even in this episode that he has a lot of hostility towards a lot of people. Like he is completely closed off to his wife. He's closed off to his sister. He's closed off to his mom. He feels like a lot of people have wronged him. And it does all stem from the last time he was in the Dominican Republic where he was looking for answers. He was looking for his dad and his siblings and all of that stuff so that he could become whole. And he didn't feel supported by anyone. And so he's holding on to that hostility where these people weren't here for me, so I'm just going to do me. That's what's coming across this season. So um, Nicole says, you know, I broke off with him because he was too controlling. She also feels that the pressure of having to break up because her family did not approve of him, which I thought was interesting because, you guys, we talked about this last season where Nicole was kind of considered like, the child that should always just take care of her mom, be there for her mom, live there with her mom, all of the things. And even Pedro in Atlanta, as he's buying a house, is thinking, oh, we're going to bring over my mom and my sister and they're going to live in the basement. But Nicole's coming into her own. She's going to be her own woman who probably wants her own relationships and family and all of that stuff. 
but they don't see her like that. So that's where they're having the issues. Like what should Nicole do? So Nicole, they don't like her, her man. So she breaks up with him and now she's back in the family. It's a little weird. Um, Crystal says some of, honestly, some of Pedro's scenes look like depression, but I won't put an official diagnosis on something. I don't know everything about. Yeah. Like just sad. I agree with you, Crystal. He comes across sad, frustrated and angry a little bit, angry at his situation and him throwing himself into work and not his marriage and not his family is a different Pedro that we're seeing for sure. Um, <clears throat> Pedro on the phone is like, you know what? You act crazy. You talk crazy to me. You know, I don't, I don't basically, I don't forgive you. Uh, Nicole's trying to explain how the reason why she acted up is because she feels that Chantel talks crazy to, to her and about her. And so she was like, I'm trying to explain to you where all that hostility was coming from. And then I thought I sat back and I thought about it. When she originally was talking to camera, she said she wanted to apologize to her brother because her brother meant everything to her and she wants to be with her brother. They're close, all this stuff. But nowhere in this conversation does she apologize. Like you should have start started with that. Hey, Diamond Girl, hey. You should have started with that. Hey, Pedro, I'm so sorry for the way I acted. I'm so sorry for throwing that bottle at your wife. I was frustrated, blah, 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 blah. Whatever that looks like. Never in this conversation that she has with Pedro, where he finally picks up, does she apologize? And so that's your first wrong. You say you want to apologize, but you don't apologize. And then instead you have a little bit of an attitude because he has an attitude towards you. It was totally terrible. So she goes on to say that she's she's doing this pageant. She just really wants to put everything behind her and she wants to be supported by her family. And that set Pedro off, right? Pedro said, you weren't there to, for me when I needed support. Um, so don't come to me with nonsense. And he, keep, he kept calling her friend, which I thought was really like, it was petty. It was very petty. Like, that's your sister. That's just, she's not just your friend. She's your sister. But he was like putting distance between them. Like, hey, friend, hey, friend, you weren't there for me, friend. Um, so he's like, you know, don't come to me with this nonsense, friend. Uh, don't come to me for support. You weren't there to support me. So why would you expect me to support you? And then he's like, I have nothing else to say. And she's like, okay, well, if you have nothing else to say, I have nothing else to say either. And they hang up. Now, after the call, which I thought was interesting, Nicole goes back to saying, like, you know, she really wants to be on good terms with her brother, but he's still mad at her. Yeah, he's still mad, and you never apologized in that whole conversation. Instead, you you had your guard up, and you were very um, confrontational. And, you know, that's not going to get anywhere, anyone anywhere. Like, just... Say your story from the bottom of your heart and work it out from there. So we then go back to the uh, ATL Atlanta. Uh, Winter is going to call this Masoma guy. And I again, you guys, like I said, he's going to be a part of either this season, next season, whatever. But they're really pushing him on us. And I, ah, I'm just like, oh, why? Why is River, like not River, why is Winter 
getting involved with this Yahoo boy. Like I just, and he hasn't even, and you know, it's terrible of me to say that because he had, we don't know enough about him for me to, to make that assumption, but I don't know. I just don't have a good feeling about it. What do you guys think about her Nigerian online friend? Anyway, she's going to call him. She feels like me in that you can't really say you're in a relationship with someone when you haven't really spent any time with them in real life, which I was like, see, she's got a good head on her shoulders because that is very, very true. Um, so she's talking to Chantel about, you know, long distance relationships and that relationships really just being about like social media and text and all of that. And then Chantel goes down memory lane and says, that's how it started with her and Pedro. Um, and so it can be done, right? Night, Christina. Christina says no to Nigerian princes. Diamond Girl says scared for her. She does not need to be scammed. I'm just saying like, if you, you just need to, you need to spend time with people in real life, whatever that looks like you know um and so <clears throat> Chantel's reminiscing about the early times of her relationship when she just met Pedro and how she felt Pedro might have been crazy like serial killer stalker crazy because he always told her how much he loved her how beautiful she was and I was like well Chantel that kind of seems like a you issue because that's what you would want. You want someone who's madly in love with you, who tells you that they appreciate you and they think you're beautiful and all those things. So for you in your mind to think that he was crazy because he was he was using his words to communicate his feelings to you seems a little bit weird to me. Um, but on the flip side, it does make her sad uh, that as she thinks about the beginning of her relationship and how they were so in love to right now, present day, where they're absolutely not on the same page and they're having a lot of issues. And so what's changed? And that's a really good question. Do you think um, that the longer you're with someone, you get more comfortable and things change? Like, how do you keep the spark in your relationships? If you're watching the replay, let me know. Let me know in the live chat. How do you keep the spark in your relationship? Because again, there's always going to be ebb and flows, but you also want to make sure that your relationship is the center of the relationship, right? So let me know what you think. Um, so Chantel gets home from Tijuana. She walks in and there's like, in her mind, junk everywhere, but it was really Pedro just keeping the boxes out because he wanted to make sure that she saw that he was a handyman, that he can, he can build stuff because she's always saying that he can't build stuff. And so he wanted to show her like, Hey, you're wrong about me. I can do some things. Right. Um, Crystal says the relationship is getting real. That's what has changed. The things that she mentions aren't things that are long lasting and better day says date nights quality time and communication facts keep your significant other the center of your relationship and make sure that you're spending time together make sure you're in tune with them make sure 
that you are communicating. And even if you feel like you guys are so busy, you have to stop and take time for the relationship. Stevie says it takes a lot of work, but worth it if the love is real. Facts. And Diamond Girl says time for each other and being a priority. That's right. Make your partner your priority and communicate. So uh, she's brought home some gifts for her hubby. She brought him a cowboy hat and some cowboy boots, which he loves, which we know that Pedro loves all that cowboy lifestyle. So that made him happy for about five seconds. Um, but he did tell us all that he liked being alone. He he felt like no one's telling him what to do. No one's nagging him. All the things. And he, he loved it. He loved being alone, which I know by looking at Chantel's face that that hurt her feelings. Like, hey, my husband's saying he'd rather spend time alone than having me here at the house with him. And she's like, you know, I don't, I don't always tell you what to do. And I thought I felt sad for them in that moment because you can tell that they're just totally misconnecting. They're not on the same page. And I think that Pedro's like, hey, I like being alone, but I don't think he really wants to be alone. He just liked the fact that there was no confrontations and no discourse while she was away. Um <clears throat> So they sit down. Um, he tells Chantal about Nicole being um, in this pageant for Miss Dominican Republic Universe. Um, and Chantal had all the shade, all the shade for Nicole. And it's so interesting, you guys, because a lot of you have always told me that Nicole is envious and jealous of Chantel. And I never really thought that, like, ever. And even though you guys would tell me on the regular, I just never felt that. I felt like, Nicole was just young and she was like growing up, but this episode actually made me feel like Nicole is actually probably jealous of Chantel and Chantel has some animosity towards Nicole. And she probably has the animosity because she feels like that jealous, envious energy. You, you ever have that? Especially girls. Like I, I felt, I felt that where you have like a friend, but she's really a friend of me. And they have like this weird competitive energy and you're not competing with them, but they're competing with you silently. It's like a whole weird thing. And then they're, they're your friend, but they're, they're not. It's weird. And that, and this is the first episode where I was like, Oh, I think Nicole probably is, is trying to be like Chantel, which I never thought before. And I know you guys have told me up and down, up and down. I just never saw it. I never thought it. Um, but I did definitely see that. And I also see that Chantel doesn't appreciate it, which I get because if someone has that like negative energy towards you, you pick it up. And so you're just really not for it. So um, she finds out that Nicole is going for Miss Dominican Republic. And she's like, you know, even though I love, and I love that she said that, even though I love seeing melanated people in like beauty pageants and, and representing beauty and all of that because beauty does come in all forms, shapes, and sizes. She's like, do you think that Nicole is a good representative for the country? Because she's beautiful on the outside, but inside she says like a lot of nasty stuff, right? Um, 
And he doesn't really answer that. He also tells her how when he talked to Nicole, she didn't say sorry. And, you know, Chantal feels like Pedro is being distant, doesn't talk to her the same way, and is holding all these issues that stem from the Dominican Republic that he doesn't want to talk about. And so, like I said at the top of the show, he's still angry with every all the people that are close to him he's still angry with them his sister his mom his wife he has just completely emotionally shut himself off from them and he thinks that he can just channel that energy into his job his new career but he's gonna at some point have to deal with the issues that he has he can't keep keeping people at bay because that's not gonna go away you're just gonna get angrier and angrier Um, and so <clears throat> she's like, you know, listen, I'm your wife. I want, I want to be close to you. I feel like you and I need to learn how to communicate more. And, and I need you to start opening up to me about how you're feeling and, and, and what you're thinking about. And Pedro's like, you know what? They're my feelings. If I don't want to share them, I won't. And if I want to share them, I will. And that's how it is. Um, and he tells us, the audience, that he doesn't feel Chantel understands him. He feels like Chantel is selfish. Um, and he feels like they see the world completely different. If he sees black, she sees white. And at this point, he doesn't care what happens. Whatever happens, happens. So you can see in that moment, in that scene, where he's completely checked out of his marriage. He's completely checked out of his marriage. He's thinking only about his future, his career, and all of that. But when it comes to his marriage, he's completely checked out, which I thought was very, very sad. I agree with you. Um, Crystal says, I, I think Pedro doesn't feel settled because he didn't get to talk to his dad. I think so. I think that that was a big part. Not only does he not feel settled, he doesn't feel supported. He doesn't feel supported by the people that he loves the most, right? So that's what makes it sad. We go back to the DR. It's pageant time. Um, Stalin, who is Nicole's pageant coach, told her that she needs more. She needs something more. This is just not her Her look, her walk, whatever it is that they do to get ready for pageant was, was not going to be enough. And one of the things that he said that she had to do was work on her jawline. Um, and so she goes to a doctor. She goes to a doctor to get some things worked out with her jawline, which I thought was super interesting. Um, so she gets to the doctor's office and they say that she has a pronounced arc in her jaw, but she's lacking a little bit of volume. And so she's going to get these hydrochloric, some type of injections in her chin to like pronounce her chin a little bit. And I was like, okay, so what is what is that? Like, what is that whole thing? And what does that look like? And all of the things. And when she got it, I immediately didn't see the difference, but she did. And then when they showed the before and after, which is here, I can totally see it. So one little injection. Look at that, you guys. Look at her before. It was like more round, right? And after, it's like the doctor said that layer of skin right here it's gone. And so now you just see her, her chin. I was like, wow, one little shot did all of that. That's kind of amazing. 
What did you guys think? Did, were you amazed by this before and after? Because I, I surely was. So anyways, whatever this injection is, um, it lasts like a year and a half and she's super happy with it. Uh, Crystal said the same thing as me. I didn't notice a difference until the side profile. Yeah, I didn't notice a difference either, but it's a major difference. One little shot. <laughs> Should I get it? Should my, my chin be like this more? I don't know. Anyhow. Uh, Lydia and Karima are there supporting her, uh, getting this chin. What do I even call it? Chin injection? Chin tuck? Chin rejuvenation? Jaw? Re whatever. Uh, her mom and Karima are there. And... Lydia tells Karima that Alejandro is the source of the problem and the problem being her uh, Nicole's relationship with Pedro um, and why Pedro's not really supporting her, why Pedro's not really uh, taking her calls and not forgiving her. Crystal said, don't start, Linda. I'm just saying, look, like I, I, I've never looked at my chin so seriously before, but... If I do the side profile, I feel like I have the same chin as her, and I could probably get this layer gone like this, right? So then I have, like, more of a, a pronounced chin. That or I could lose some COVID weight that I still have. Potato, potato. <laughs> okay, so... um. <laughs> Lydia blames Alejandro for everything. Lydia thinks he's terrible. The reason why Pedro and Nicole don't talk anymore, it's Alejandro's fault. And she calls Alejandro a thing that she's glad is no longer in the way, in her way, in, in, in Nicole's way. She believes that Nicole wouldn't even be in this pageant if she was still in a relationship with Alejandro. And then... After we're seeing like the before and after, Karima's like, you know, beauty has a price um, and it's an investment and she's investing in the beauty for the pageant. Now here's where, this is the moment you guys where I was like, oh, she absolutely, Nicole absolutely is jealous of Chantel and, and Karima knows about it too. And there might even be a little bit of jealousy on, on her end as well, because Karima calls her Chantel 2.0. And they both start laughing. Uh, and then when Nicole says she wants to get more work done on her face, Nicole's like, yeah, I'm Chantel's twin and laughs. And I was like, see, it's all in the words. So you're doing something allegedly just specifically for you. Your best friend mentions your sister-in-law and you mentioned your sister-in-law and it all has to do with how she looks. And you guys used to tell me like, Oh, she's getting her hair the same as, as Chantel. And like Chantel says that she has never had a breast augmentation, but we know that Nicole has gotten breast augmentation to maybe perhaps be in line with Chantel. I don't know, but that scene, I was like, Oh, she is in competition with 
with Chantel. And I had never seen it before. And I absolutely saw it in this episode. And I was a little bit taken aback because I guess I didn't really believe you guys because I didn't see it. But when I saw it from my own eyes, this episode, I was like, oh, yeah, she really is in a competition with with Chantel, which is a bit weird because Chantel is her brother's wife. Right. And so are you trying to look like your brother's wife? That's weird. Right. I don't know. Um, And we go back to Atlanta. Pedro is showing a house to this real estate mogul. And, you know, from what we've gotten, because Pedro is new to the game, um, one of the feedback she gives him is that, you know, he needs to have more information. So when she's asking questions, he needs to have the answer. And one of the things she asked was like, you know, what's the square footage of this entire property? And he didn't have the answer readily at hand. And so she she was a little like, mm, he's a little, what's the saying? He's a little like, not little um, green. Is that the saying? I don't know. Whatever. You know, as you guys know what I mean. He needs a little bit more seasoning. And because she's like a mogul, oh, she buys like seven to 10 houses every year. I was like, oh, Lord, sign me up. Can I take whatever whatever you're doing? Can I can I be your intern? Because that's amazing. And so they look around the house. The house is like built in the 1980s. So it's not like a brand new house. And she had concerns about leaking. Um, she had concerns about the carpet. She had a lot of concerns. And she wanted the seller. Um, he's green. Yeah, he's green. That's what it was. And Crystal says he should absolutely know those the answers to those questions. Um, she wants to sell it to lower the price because she knows that she's going to have to fix every, everything up from the kitchen to the carpet, to the ceiling, all of that stuff. It's going to have to be a total reno. And so she wants to, to lower the price or she's not going to be really interested. So they look around the house. They're done. Pedro's outside really still trying to sell. And she's like, you know, you're you're doing a good job. Don't worry. Like, you're just a little new. Just keep going. And he tells her how he's focused on his career right now. And he and she asks him, like, do you have a family? Like, do you have kids and all of that stuff? And he's like, no, I don't have kids. Thank God, he says. Um, but he just wants to focus on him and his career right now, even though Chantel wants him to focus on her and starting a family. He has no interest in that. Um, and so again, I think that that comes from a place of like protection and anger and he's not really dealing with his issues and he thinks that he can just throw himself into his job, then it will all work out. But again, you can't, you can't ignore your relationship because you're going to get further and further apart. And that, that part makes me sad for, for both of them. Um, we're back in Atlanta and, uh, Karen and Chantel are talking about Royal and Anjanette. And as we know in this episode, they were expecting, but as we know that they had a beautiful, healthy baby boy and Karen, I feel like I need more of Karen on these episodes. I feel like we saw more of her before and I'm finding less of her because I'm getting less Karenism, which is my favorite thing of the entire show is all Karen's Karenisms. And I feel like we're not getting enough of her. So I hope that we get more of her this season because she's hilarious. So anyways, she wants to be called Glammy because she is too fabulous to be called Granny. I was like, preach. 
Mama Karen, Glammy Karen, facts, Glammy, Glammy. Can you just imagine the little boy saying Glammy, Glammy? I could totally picture it. I love it. Um, and then Chantel is going to be either auntie or auntie. And she's decided that she's going to be auntie, Aunt Chantel. Um, but we find out that Royal and Anjanette moved far away from them because they didn't want the stress of the family to impact their relationship. They want to just focus on the two of them. They feel that the family Chantel is just too stressful for them. Um, but they're slowly and surely building up a little bit of a uh, relationship. And so uh, Glammy Karen was looking for like some baby clothes uh, for the new baby, her new grandson. And then so while they're shopping, Chantel tells Karen about Nicole's pageant and Karen starts laughing. And Chantel, in this moment, I was like, is she jealous that Nicole is going to is going for Miss Dominican Republic? Because she was like, you know, I, I guess I can see it from the outside, like body wise. But she has a, a nasty personality and she was saying all these mean things about Nicole. And then Karen was like laughing, laughing, laughing and said, like, she has three chances, slim, fat to none. So she doesn't think that Nicole has any type of uh, ability to win this pageant. And I was like, you know, I, I get the animosity because you guys have had animosity for years, but I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Like, I guess jealousy is just a really big thing. And I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. I have to sit with it because it's this it's very interesting, like the the catty behavior between the women. Mama Karen also tells Chantelle, you know, you really need to focus on didn't Chantelle and her mom do pageant stuff? Um, I I know that her mom used to be a cheerleading coach and Chantelle used to cheerlead. I don't know if it was pageant stuff though. I'll have to find out. So Mama Karen is telling, you know, her, not Nicole, Chantel, that, hey, you need to also spend some time on your marriage and not neglect that quality time with Pedro. And, you know, you have to give me some niños, so grandbabies. And Chantel takes offense to that right away. She's like, you know what? That's none of your business. It's none of your business you know, what I do behind closed doors in my private life. And Karen's like, really? And she's looking at her like, why are you getting so sensitive about it? And in the moment, I didn't understand why they were, she was getting so sensitive about it. She tells her mom everything. Her mom's all up in everyone's business and so is Chantel. So like, why, why all of a sudden are you getting super defensive and upset? But then, but then later in the episode, it all made sense. So Karen's like, well, you know, I can show you what me and daddy do. And I died of laughter because what kid wants to hear anything about their parents' uh, sex life? None of us. We, None of us. None of us want to know. None of us. It's traumatizing to us. We don't want to know. <laughs> um, but Chantel did say she needs to start the fire back in the relationship before a baby can even happen. And when she said that, I was like, oh, they're not having sex. They're not having sex. So all 
like I keep telling you guys, sex is so important in a relationship. And the less sex you have, the further you feel from your partner, right? So then at this point, you guys are just roommates, right? And then everything, everything's going to get on your nerves as well, because guess what? You're not, you're not having that release that you're, you're normally used to, right? So you're looking at the person, they're looking at you, but there's no intimacy, yeah, it's going to be a problem. So everything they do is going to get on your nerves. Everything they say is going to get on your nerves. And the less you have it and the longer it takes, it's it's terrible for the relationship. It really is, you guys. And that's how, in my opinion, that's how people um, steer outside of their relationships, out of their marriages or whatever. If you're not taking care of your partner inside your relationship, then they're going to look for whatever it is that's missing elsewhere. That's just human nature. It doesn't make it right, but it's human nature. And so we go back to the DR. It's pageant day for Miss Dominican Republic Universe. And, you know, Nicole really wants to win. She feels like it would be life-changing for her. And, you know, she says the whole country knows their queen. And... Lydia has always supported her for this. Lydia used to tell her as a young girl that I could totally see you being Miss Dominican Republic one day. And so what's great about that scene is her and Lydia have a better relationship now since she broke up with Alejandro. So you can see that they're they're close again as mother and daughter. But again, I don't think that she's really broken up with Alejandro. I think she's just putting lip service to all of this. And... I don't think it's going to be a good look for her when it all comes out. But uh, Lydia says a little prayer for her and off she goes. But in the meantime, she feels distant because Pedro didn't come to support Nicole and her pageant. And she feels like he's left us on the side for the family Chantel. He doesn't care about us. He's chosen the family Chantel over us. And I was like, um... That's a bit of a stretch, right? He's in Atlanta. He's got a new job. He just found out that his sister is going to be in a pageant. So he should just hurry up and pick up his stuff and pack his bags and come to the Dominican Republic. I mean, that doesn't even make really sense. Like, he needs some time. And plus, he's mad at you guys. And the last time he was in the Dominican Republic, it didn't go very well. So for you to, like, jump from A to Z, saying that now he's not supportive of the family and he's chosen the family Chantel over you. I, I mean, I think that that's, I think that that's selfish of Lydia, honestly. Um, and so. Hi. I don't know what you're saying, Dustin. But hi, Dustin. Hey, Dustin. Hey. Um, <clears throat> So she is at the pageant and it's crazy, crazy energy. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in any production, but it's always like super crazy energy. It's an all day event. Uh, they do rehearsals first. Everything has to be perfect. And she's just happy that her friend Karima is there supporting her. Uh, she feels like Karima really is on her side. And she feels like Pedro doesn't care about her because he's not there he's not supporting her and he, she just feels like he doesn't care about her, which I don't think is necessarily true. I think he's mad still. I think that she needs to apologize and 
or in order for them to mend their their relationship but one of them has to take the first step to say hey listen i did wrong in this situation um Dustin says, can I share your live video after the video's over with? Sure. Why not? Do it, Dustin. Uh, so we're back in the ATL. And Chantel is trying to be like wifey, wifey, all wifed up, trying to make Pedro happy by cooking and cleaning. She thinks his love language is that, that he wants a traditional wife. So she's trying her best for the last few weeks to do that, but they still have a disconnect. They still aren't communicating and she wakes up, she's like dusting and gathering his stuff for him to, you know, go off to work and she's making eggs for him. And this is, let me tell you something. This, this situation made me mad because I could picture myself in this situation. So she says she's been paying attention to what he likes and he likes to have scrambled eggs in the morning, six eggs. So she starts scrambling the eggs and she's going to put cheese on that because that's what she's seen him eating. However, Pedro is on this fitness kick that I know only because I see it on social media. So he doesn't want his eggs to be scrambled. He wants them to be hard boiled. And so he had some attitude about it. He's like, I only have 45 minutes. I'm boiled the eggs. I don't scramble my eggs. And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, just make them boiled. And He's mad at everything. He's like, nothing gets done until I tell you to do it. You know, I don't want a maid. I want a partner. And she goes ahead and starts to make the boiled eggs. And he's asking him, her woman, did you put salt in the pot? She's like, yeah, I put salt in the pot. He's, he doesn't believe her. He's like, woman, go put salt in the pot. And I was like, you're calling her woman now? Like, she's your property? And she even says that. She's like, you know, you are ungrateful. You don't say thank you. When someone's doing something nice for you, why are you now like nitpicking on them and complaining? That doesn't make sense. You used to call me pinky all the time. And now I'm woman. It's bizarre. And so then we find out what I said was the issue. So she's like, it can't be this because I've been paying attention to the cooking and the cleaning and all of that and taking care of you for the past two weeks, trying to use your love language so that we can get on the same page, but you are not opening up to me and you still have hostilities towards me. So what's going on with you? She says, then we find out you guys that they haven't had sex in three months, three months. You know how long that is to not have sex with your, your, your spouse. It's a long ass time. Three months? That's why y'all are both so angry with each other. You all need to just like go ahead and have a date night and knock it out. Cause this that's ridiculous. You haven't had husband, you haven't had sex with your husband. You haven't had sex with your spouse. You haven't had sex with your wife in three months. And you all live under the same roof. Honestly? Oh no. Oh no. She also says that there's like less hugs and kisses. He used to be call her pinky pinky all the time. And they used to be intimate all the time. And now it's nothing. Um, and he doesn't care. He's like, you know what? Chantel only thinks about herself. So I'm just going to, I'm just thinking about myself right now. And all I care about is my job. And all I care about is my career. And 
at this point, like he said, it's whatever. Y'all, that's a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot. Like, I can't imagine. I'm not married, but I can't imagine not being intimate for three months with my spouse. I, I just can't imagine it. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Let me know what you guys think in the live chat. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Um, For the schedule, tomorrow, Patreon only, Seeking Sister Wife. I'm covering that. Uh, make sure if you haven't seen the Gerard Clark interview, it is up on my YouTube. It's a really good interview. Um, and I also will be catching up on this season of 90 Day uh, Fiance for everybody. But I'm behind, so I'll, I'm going to be catching up from the last episode. So it won't be yesterday's episode. It will be wherever I left off. So that's what's happening tomorrow. Um, Stevie says, that's unimaginable for a young couple like that, unless someone is in the service overseas or something. Exactly. That's what I said, Stevie. If you're in the same house or under the same roof, it is unimaginable to me as well. And Better Day says, three months is a danger zone. And Crystal says, they're freshly married. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it, I mean, like you said, Crystal, they need to go in and see get therapy and figure out what the hell is going on because they're just going to get more and more distant. If you're not even being intimate at this point, then really you guys are just roommates and your roommate is getting on your last nerve and you're just going to get further and further apart. It is very important to make your significant other a priority, no matter how busy you are, no matter how much you're doing. I think that your home should be your, your ref used. It should be the place where you feel most comfortable. It's the place where you sh should be able to be intimate with the person that you're with and, uh, and connected, right? So that you guys can be connected and together and like, you know, fight the world together. But you can't do that if you're on different pages and you're not being intimate and intimate in any way, right? Communicating physically, whatever the case may be, you have to have that connection or else you're just roommates. Anyways, love y'all. See y'all tomorrow. Thank you for being here. And uh, if you missed the top of the show, you definitely have to watch the replay because we had a nice little surprise. All right, you guys. Bye for now.